Hello my dear church boys and welcome back to yet another episode of St. Robert's Day Game Podcast and in this podcast episode I'm chatting with Robbie Kramer about sugar dating. This was an interesting conversation that changed my view about sugar dating. I used to think that that is just paid for play and even though I am not interested in doing anything sugar dating related, I was curious to have, a, have this conversation with Robbie and Robbie showed me how for the right type of guy who is looking for some fun, that's actually a viable dating strategy. We talked about what is and what isn't sugar dating, so what's the difference between pay for play and sugar dating, and why it's not only for old rich guys. We talked about who is it for and who is it not for. For example, if you're a day gamer who's going out and doing okay, this is probably not for you. But if you are someone who is already taking girls to on dates to pretty fancy places, then actually not much would change if you started going on dates from sugar dating websites. Uh, we were talking about we were talking about how to avoid typical scams, professionals, and girls trying to play you. And at the end of the podcast episode, Robbie gives practical step-by-step advice on how to get started in sugar dating if that's something you are interested to do. Before we jump into this conversation, quick updates about coaching spots. I have one coaching spot in early June in Riga, Latvia. I keep saying that it's a nice, small, underrated day game spot in Europe and one coaching spot at the end of June out of all places in Poland. If you want to find out more, there's a link in the description where you can find out more about how coaching usually works. And then at the bottom of the page, you can fill out the form and I'll get back to you with all the details, the exact dates, the prices, the cities, etc. And then if everything sounds nice, we'll hop on a quick WhatsApp call to talk details. And if you're new to my podcast and the community and you are going out, you're day gaming, you're getting some numbers, but you are struggling with texting or you are going on dates and you aren't converting those dates to lays, then you can check out my free texting and dating video courses on daygamecourses.com. And if you want to ask any day game questions, then you can do so in our day game church telegram group chat where you have a community of more than 450 day gamers from literally all over the world. Again, link to join the group chat is in the description of this podcast episode. And now let's jump into the conversation with Robbie. And guys, here we are again with, uh, with the lovely Robbie Kramer. And today we're going to talk about a topic, uh, a topic where you are sort of like the expert. And when I ask you, hey, like, do you, do you have a lot of guys in your community who are into, into this stuff? You said that on your Discord channel, the biggest topic that guys talk about is sugar dating. So let's talk about it. But let's start with can you define what sugar dating is so just out of the bat we know what we're talking about? For sure. Um, so sugar, sugar. So in in my let me share my uh, my screen real quick and I'll show you what I mean here. Um, so in my Discord community called the IC community, see if you look at top channels down here, online dating is four ninety. Sugar daddying. This is just for this week was four hundred and forty three. Right. And so depending on the week, when we spoke, you know, a couple of weeks ago, sugar dadding was the number one channel in the Discord server. And what I mean by sugar dadding, let me kill the screen share here. Sugar dadding is this phenomenon of using specific arrangement style sites to meet women. 
And it's become incredibly popular, especially for guys who are, you know, late 30s and up. And I'm 40. I tend to attract clients who are kind of around my age. I'd say most of my clients range from like early 30s to early 60s. But more recently, I think I've I've gained a lot of uh, followers and interest from guys who are, you know, in their late 30s to 40s and 50s because they're looking for some of these strategies because they're having no luck whatsoever, you know, on Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and all the traditional sort of dating apps and sites. And when you just do a dumb sort of, you know, research project and you look at the ratio of men to women on these traditional dating sites, you're going to see it's roughly four to one men to women, right? And with any marketplace, when one side is severely, you know, overpopulated, you're going to get a disjointed marketplace. So on traditional dating sites, women have all the power, right? There's, there's guys constantly hitting them up. So their average sort of, you know, market value, you could say, if she's a five in real life on, on Tinder, she's like a seven and a half, maybe an eight, depending on where you are, right? If you're in like rural bumfuck nowhere, she's a nine. (laughs) Just because she's a a female, she's a exactly. But when you look at these sugar daddying sites and the biggest one being seeking.com, formerly known mm-hmm. as Seeking Arrangements, um, it's got 40 million members. 32 million of those members are women. So a four to one ratio in the opposite direction, women to men. Um, so right off the bat, just based on that supply and demand, you know you have a much better shot as a guy to you know, get your messages opened and read and actually get dates. And, you know, it, most people have this sort of stigma against these sugar daddying sites because like, oh, it's just a bunch of hookers and johns. And yes, there are lots of hookers on those sites. You know, it's kind of like the Uber for hookers because it's, <laughs> you know, like made a way for, for, you know, women who are in the oldest profession to easily connect with clients. Right. So it has done that, of course. But with 40 million members, that's too many, you know, or 32 million women that, you know, there's not that many hookers, we would hope. Um, so I always say to any guy, like, be careful on these sugar dating sites, because it is like fishing with dynamite in a toxic lake, right? Because not only are there women on there who are just straight up pros, you know, there's going to be lots of women with all sorts of emotional issues and, and, you know, not saying the men don't have those either. You're just attracting, you're more likely to attract that sort of you know, clientele, whereas a, you know, more traditional sort of girl is way more likely at a younger age, at least to try the standard Tinder, OkCupid or Match.com or all those sort of sites. But I really think I have this sort of theory that I've been playing around with. And I really think that this sugar daddying phenomenon, I think these sites are actually somewhat of the future of online dating and maybe not exactly sugar daddying sites, but traditional online dating, it it fails to acknowledge the fact that women care most about status, right? And seeking and these other sugar daddying sites do a better job of this because it, it, these are the only sites that take into account the money piece of the equation, right? And money implies success, but it doesn't imply status. Women have to figure that out. And with traditional online dating, women have no idea how successful a guy is. It's very difficult for them to deduce, like, what's that guy's status? So they don't take it very seriously, 
right? Like a high value woman will flake on almost all her first dates as a way to test a guy to see what his status is, if, if he can handle that. It's like flaking is the new test, right? And they have a, a lot better opportunities to, to network and meet guys through their social through their social circle. <laughs> Can't talk today. Um, or just through you know, traditional ways of meeting guys, maybe at the bars or at the clubs or even on the street. We, we both are huge fans of day game, right? And what I've yeah. seen from my group and the guys I coach, most guys are really having success in those two areas, online dating and sugar dating. And online dating sites are popular for men because you know we get a dopamine hit from swiping. It's literally like a slot machine in Vegas. You go there, you stick the quarter in, you're hoping that next poll is going to result in a jackpot. And you sit on these on these apps and you're swiping and you're swiping. And you're just like, oh, maybe the next girl, maybe the next girl, maybe the next girl. And before you know it, you've been on there for 45 minutes and you feel like shit about yourself. And so, you know, they're parading scantily clad women across our, our devices and we're all failing miserably and we're having terrible times on the apps. Even guys that are really good looking. I've got a couple guys in my group who are like jacked 26 year old Harvard students with some money. Right. Like you don't get higher sort of credentials than that. Yeah. And they're still dating way below their league on Tinder or on Hinge or Bumble. So it's like it's again, it's because of that imbalance in in the marketplace. So even high value, attractive men who should be succeeding are failing. And those guys are turning to sugar sites because there's way less competition and there's way more attractive women. So that's kind of where I see online dating moving in that direction there's other sites called like the league is one that isn't sugar but you know you you need to be accepted by another member which shows some status of course right but like that's that's the issue it's it's women care most about status traditional online dating sites don't show status so girls are left with the big problem of filtering guys while they can easily filter guys on these other sites so so this is um this is sort of like a marketplace for fun. You we, we might touch the topic later. I think this is mostly for fun. For, sure. uh, for guys that, that want access, there's basically an online dating site where guys who have status or money or both or whatever, who can have access to those girls who they see on other online dating apps, but never match with them. And when they match, they never respond. And, and am I getting this right? Or a hundred percent, right? Like I tried Tinder when it came out in like 2000, what was it? 2011, 2012. I remember it really hit hard when I was living in New York city and I was doing a ton of day game at the time, you know, probably I was going out basically every day, getting in at least five to 10 reps, um, and when Tinder came out, of course I got on there, I, I gave it a shot, but it was, the quality was just never as good as day game or as meeting girls in the bars. Um, and then when I tried seeking for the first time, I think it was in 2016, the first thing I noticed was, oh my God, these girls are like three points on average, better looking and they're, they're messaging me. Right. And at the time, like seeking was, was even way less popular um, there were more pros on it, of course, but yeah, you're you you completely. One guy will sign up for Tinder and he'll get nothing, and then he'll put the exact same profile on Seeking, and he might have dates 
you know, a couple days a week. So it's it's night and day, really. Is. Okay. Let's not saying everyone's going to succeed on there. Like I, there, there's some there's some people who seeking or sugar daddying is for, and there's others who's not. Right? If you have no money and no game, well, I really hope you have a six pack and you live in Eastern Europe or South America because you're probably not getting much of anything anywhere. Right? No money, no game, and you're no good looking, and you're short. Right? Like, sorry. What are you gonna do? Yes. Um, <laughs> right? Unfortunately, whatever you do, that's 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 yeah, that's true. I don't think those uh, guys are listening to this, so you know. No, that's fine. I think some of I think some of them are. They just need a reality check about what's how how all this really works and, and what you have to do to actually get results. Let's address the elephant in the room before and later. I want to talk about uh, what you said. Who is this for? And who is this not for? So let's address the elephant in the room. Sugar dating versus pay for play. Is it just a nicer, softer version of fancier version of pay for pay for play where we are kind of inexplicitly doing the same thing, but it's it's in a nicer, it's in a rosy way, you know? Or or is it something else? You can use it for that. But that's not what I recommend, and I'm glad you asked that. No, that's... no, no. I, I I don't mean that they are explicitly agreeing we're gonna we're gonna have sex. I, I mean, in the end, those girls. This is and this is. I'm not saying this is the case. This is my opinion, and this mm-hmm. is the opinion of a lot of people who are watching will will, will have. So that's why I'm kind of addressing it in in that way. So I, I think a lot of girls who are on those sites uh, from those. Well, 40 million, however many are, are are women, a lot of them are there to to get shiny things, uh, money or gifts or or whatever. And then you have the guys who are there because they know that they can't give those gifts and they have so much money, not everyone, but they have enough money to not care about those gifts or more expensive, fancy dates and things like that. So in the end, it's sort of like they're still exchanging, they're going out with each other for those kind of well yes and no i get i get what you're saying um there's a spectrum right on one end of the spectrum of course you have the pure gold diggers and the pure you know guys who are interested in you know easy pay for sex pay for play right but on the other end of the spectrum you have a girl who's just looking for a boyfriend who's not broke and you do have that on seeking quite a bit in these other sugar sites because girls have been on Tinder and they keep meeting either losers or fuck boys who are all broke. And they're like, I want to actually meet a guy with a career. So I'm going to go on a site that costs a hundred bucks a month because that filters out all the, all the broke dicks. Oh, seeking costs hundred bucks a month. I didn't know that. Yeah. So just for that reason alone and the, the strategy that I, you know, recommend for guys i'm like hey if you want to get hookers like that's i'm not teaching anyone to do that that's not my business right (laughs) um i'm teaching guys ways to build their dating funnels whether that's day game night game online dating or sugar sugar dating and i want them to do it in a way that requires game and not cash right so i'm not against guys using money to enhance their game if they have the money to do it right but i'm not I'm not recommending substituting money for game at all. Because if you do substitute money for game, you're going to end up with a woman who doesn't actually love you. And that's really going to suck. 
And um, I've seen that so many times. And I, I specifically say, like, if you're looking for a girlfriend, sugar daddying is probably not the place to start. Right. Because most guys who are like obsessed with finding a girlfriend, they're coming from a place of scarcity. They're not getting laid at all. And they're just like, I just want something. Right. I, I don't want to be involuntarily celibate. I want consistent, you know, connection, companionship, love, sex, all those things. And they'll, they'll just take, you know, the, the fastest, easiest thing they can get. And that's not what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. So does that answer your question? So, yes. So basically what you what you said is that there are women who are not just looking for what everyone assumes girls are looking for on seeking. And, and you touched the topic of who is this for and who is this not for. So maybe let's go there. Right. So if you have no game, no money, then, you know, you need to improve your game and you need to stop, you know, <laughs> get a job. <laughs> and you can improve your status, right? Good job. Uh, yes. <laughs> so guys with no game and money, you can have a better chance, like I said earlier, of finding the right hookers. But I'm not talking to those guys either. That's not my specialty. But guys with game and a little bit of money or guys with game and a lot of money, now you can really find a sweet spot for what sort of lifestyle you're trying to build. Right. So if you have crazy game and you're like the broke musician living in his, you know, van down by the river, (laughs) I wouldn't recommend seeking. Um, You should be able to do fine with, you know, bars, day game, even traditional online game, like meet women in real life. But as a way to like my my recommendation for for most guys is you need to get over your fear of rejection. You got to do day game to do that. You got to meet women in real life. And once you're already in that process where you're tackling your dating life head on, then I'm okay with them adding in sugar daddying as a way to get a ton of dates and to get a lot of experience going on dates, dealing with women, understanding, you know, women's tests and kind of building their dating funnels, you could say. Um, so then if, if you want, I can talk about some different use cases depending on what you're looking for. So... Uh, you mentioned here previously that if you're looking for a girlfriend, then maybe sugar daddying isn't what you what do you want what what do you want to do? Uh, in your community, what's what percentage of guys are in in this whole thing of dating to find a girlfriend, and what percentage is just to have some fun? Every guy I talk to that joins my community basically wants the same thing. Um, they want to improve their game, have maximum fun and options in the short run and position themselves for a potential partner in the long run. Maybe they're thinking monogamous, maybe they're thinking open relationship or anything that falls under the category of non-monogamy. A lot of them don't know because they haven't had the experience to, to make that choice yet. But that's typically what I see. Right. Guys who are like so thirsty for a girlfriend, it's like I said earlier, they're they're coming from a place of extreme scarcity and they need to learn to spin plates and to get that experience. And then once they do, right, then they're like, okay, I thought I wanted a girlfriend, but maybe I don't. Maybe I actually just want to have a lot of fun and learn myself, understand myself. I mean, um, see what type of women I'm into and then make that choice. I, I think going using like 
anytime you're very fixated on like finding the one or finding a girlfriend, like you're operating from a very dangerous mental headspace where you're setting yes. yourself up <clears throat> for trouble. Yeah, because normally before I work with someone, when they sign up for coaching, I ask, okay, what do you want? Because there are three types of guys. Guys that want to have, want to sleep with beautiful women forever and ever. Right. <laughs> there are guys that want a wife on yesterday. And, and there are guys who want to have for a while, uh, have fun for a while, improve their game so that in the future, when they've had their fun, when they, you know, had their adventures, they can start a relationship with the quality of women they didn't have access to before or don't, don't have at that moment when they reach out to me. And I would say most guys I work with right now are actually from the third group guys who want to have fun and then start kind of the same, the same uh, as, as yeah. you. And then, of course, there are some guys who just want to have some, want to have fun forever. And when someone wants a wife yesterday, I just kind of tell them that maybe I'm not the right guy for you. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Because that's, it's going to fail anyways. Right. In, in most cases, I mean, Good stories happen, but they are exceptions. They're not the rule. So, uh, okay, now that we've established that, we talked about who's a typical guy doing that. So you're saying that it's it's better that he already has some experience in other types of game, or or, and then he wants to add sugar dating as another way to to attract or to to. To, to get women in, in, in his funnel, as, as you like to call it. I like the term the funnel, by the way. I like it. <laughs> um, let's, let's address then another question. Uh, average cost of a date when you're going out with a girl from seeking, because let's say someone's going out with a girl from day game and all you're going to do is you're going to have a few, you're going to basically pay for four drinks, you know, <laughs> two venues, right. one drink each, and then you're going to pull. Some guys will do dinners just because they have enough game to 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 not to, to do well during during dinners, and that's completely fine in my eyes as well. If you know what you're doing, but that's going to be your cost of the day, too. like a few drinks, maybe a dinner if, if that's your thing, and that's a small percentage. So, what about sugar dating? What's the average cost of if you're talking about fun? So, how much yeah. a guy is going to spend before it gets laid? I suggest the guys don't change their dating strategy at all. Whether they meet her through day game or you know sugar daddying, it it I tell them to do the same thing. And my my dating protocol is probably very similar to yours. I think I do three venues and then the pull. But the third no, venue yeah. for traditional places, I do I do three. Yeah, yeah, it's more for traditional. Yeah, when I need more comfort. Right, and, th- and that third venue is always like a couple's experience that doesn't really involve a venue per se. It could be walking through the park, or going to a, like an arcade, or like you know hitting golf balls, something that you would already do. You know, once you've kind of made out with her and you guys are now like, you know, you're, she's not quite ready to to come home with you, but, you know, you want to kind of build this, this sexual tension. So same deal. Like, and, you know, that's a great way to screen whether or not she's looking for an actual connection, right? Or she's looking to, you know, get photos on her Instagram of going to a nice dinner, right? You can screen girls based on how they respond to the date request, right? And, and, we can get into that in a second, and maybe I can show some, some, uh, you know, some uh, posts in the group to give examples yeah. of like scams or girls that are, you know, very much sort of gold digging. And there is a learning curve for this, right? Like if you go into this arena without help and trying to do it on your own, especially if you if your game isn't already like very very good, you are probably going to get low level 
not scammed, but like you'll played. get fleeced. You'll get played, you could say. Yeah. You'll stay so. for a dinner. Exactly. You'll pay for you'll you'll probably pay for her to come out with you on a dinner. I think that's one thing that a lot of girls kind of do. They ask for money just to come out with you. Yeah, they do. And they call that PPM, pay per meet, right? And the more strict a girl is about her requirements, you know that she's probably more experienced on the site, right? And she's kind of leaning on that spectrum towards a girl who's probably not worth your time, right? Like I always tell my clients, you want to actually filter for newbies on the site. Right, and you can do yes. that. You can filter by date. Yeah, join. You, you've told this actually before on the previous times we've talked about. I chatted about, a little bit about this topic. You, you said that it's an important thing to look for girls that are fresh. Right, and you know you don't want to waste girls' time either. I don't want you know like people thinking, oh, Robbie's on here trying to train a bunch of salt daddies to scam girls on on seeking. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to because there are a lot of girls who are looking for that boyfriend experience, and you know they. And, and there's a lot of guys in my group that, you know, have a little bit of disposable income and they're going to go and do cool shit with girls anyways. Like maybe they own a boat and they like to take girls out on their boat, right? Or maybe they like to go to fancy dinners. Obviously, they're not going to do that on the first date and look like a, you know, beta male provider. But, yeah. you know, they do do nice things because they have the resources to do them. And they're just looking for the right type of girl to do that with. And that girl exists on Seeking and it doesn't need to be a pay per meet. Right. So there's you can totally find what you're looking for as long as you're savvy about it. So basically, it sounds like I, I'm, I'm not I'm personally not interested in, in trying it just because uh, for different oh, you're, reasons. You're a day game fucking beast. Right. Like when I started, well, I, using... I am. I am. And that's that's we're going to talk deeper about this when when we do another podcast episode with you. Uh, but I am in a relationship. Oh really? Wow, but there, is, there are some extra rules to this relationship, but she's another room. She's the, in the other room, so I don't want to go into it right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you nice. weren't, if you weren't, I could probably convince you to give it a try. Um, yeah, but, yeah. So what was what, what I was going to say is that even though I'm not interested in it, but knowing my lifestyle and how rich my life is, and I am in no ways loaded, but I am uh, probably living way better than 95% of people in the part of the world where I live. Mm -hmm. uh, so I could probably, if, if, if what you're saying, if I, if I implemented your advice correctly, I could probably do right, do okay sugar dating if I learned to filter. So, and, and let's uh, continue down the same line, uh, this, the same path of, of uh, risks to avoid, things not to do, because let's say someone 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 hears what you're saying now and is also saying, wait, this sounds like a story about me. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm doing well enough in my life. I'm not broke. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I might try this, but I'm afraid I'm, I'm you know, everyone is everyone's telling me that I need to pay like 300 for them to just have a lunch with us, like a dinner with me. Or I think it's more than 300, obviously. That's typically around what it is, two to three hundred. Most girls will ask yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and they know that this is the obstacle they're gonna hit. So, is it? Is there a simple way to deal with it, or is it already something more advanced that they should learn for, by joining your Discord channel and learning about it there? Or is there something simple you can kind of give away as a teaser? 
So one basic principle is if a girl messages you first with a very sort of clear-cut pitch, um, she's probably angling. She might be a dude. That's one thing you got to look out for is the the girl who messages you and tries to get you to send her money before the date. And it's usually due to some health, you know, health condition, surgery upcoming, right? And that those are usually guys, right? Any anyone who who is writing a lot and talking a lot typically are guy scammers, right? So if if you're not smart about it, um, you might get fleeced for a couple hundred bucks here or there, right? Like never agree to send girl, a girl money before you actually meet her face to face, right? Now I do have one client who will pay a PPM on the first meeting, but that's it, right? Because he realizes there's a lot of girls who are hot and cool who are trying to filter out. So he'll pay the whatever 200 bucks for that first meeting. And then once the date has gone along and they're attracted and they've made out, then he'll kind of hit him with like, yeah, by the way, the PPM thing ain't going to happen with me. Right. And at that point they already like him. So they don't care. Right. Because they've, they've already like, okay, he's not the, the typical lame, old, disgusting, boring sugar daddy. Who's going to take me to a long, boring dinner and tell me about his wine collection. So there aren't really any specific rules for never pay PPM, but on the, on the first meeting, that's going to depend on like your level of wealth. Like for him, 200 bucks, he doesn't give a shit. You know, he runs two companies. Yeah. <clears throat> he has plenty of money. So 200 bucks for him, is like fine. Like that's just a, a great way to avoid a flake. He'd rather, you know, pay 200 bucks to not get a flake than deal with that wasting of his time. Cause his time is worth way more than that. Right. Um, is there, is there a way to, is there like an escrow service? She didn't show up for a date. I get my 200 <laughs> back. They should they should offer that. That'd be pretty interesting. Cause, Actually, cause my, that would make more sense. My friend um, who I used to run the Playboy trips with in Ukraine actually started a site in Ukraine. This is before the war. It was called uh, I think Tolka Ujin. So or or mm-hmm. like just dinner or something or not only yeah. dinner. Um, and the idea was he was the intermediary. So girls would put their price to go to go on a date. Right. The guys would, you know, pay into the account. And when they showed up, the money was released. So he was like the Airbnb of <laughs> non-flaking. That's very reasonable. Yeah. Right. Um, and then he got involved with other projects. So he never saw it through. But let me show you in the Discord. <laughs> um, let me show you an example. I think this is pretty illustrating. All right. So you can see my screen here, right? Yes. Yes. It's everyone so, can see it. Elisa, 24 Seeking. Um, Where met Seeking, dates had zero, made out, no, slept with no. She messaged me on Seeking, asking to go straight to WhatsApp. As soon as I did, she's immediately asking to meet up. To me, it seems like someone trying to scam me. Her profile says she's a dancer and yoga teacher, so maybe there's a connection there. But no girl's just into someone as forwardly as that from the get-go. My inclination is to ask for her Instagram or a live picture so that she proves her identity. So here's the message. Mm-hmm. Hey, I hope you are well. You know, and she looks, she's got eight photos, right? She looks legit. Um, 
London, England, 24. Hey, I hope you're well. I'm looking for a fun and uncomplicated dates where we can connect and share great conversation and memories such as dinners, drinks, sexual intimacy, etc. Possibly moving to something long term in return for an allowance that suits us both to support my dreams of yoga and dance. It's quite direct, but I feel we would be a great match. So if you're free sometime, let's not waste time and arrange a date. Are you on WhatsApp? If so, please message me there as I am hardly on the site. Won't receive notifications here. Elisa, right? And he said, sure, texting you now. And then he says, hey, Lisa, it's Music Maker from Seeking. My name's X. You'll, you'll have to edit this part out, his name. Yes. Nice to meet you. Hey, thanks so much for agreeing to chat on here. Much easier. It's quite spontaneous, but if you're free, would, would you like to meet tomorrow or Friday? Here is me. Do you have any pics you can share too? So like, before I go on, I'm curious, what are your thoughts so far? Obviously, you know this is likely a I mean, scam. It's, it's way too direct, so I would, uh, I would not go out. I would chat a bit more. And if I, if I went out, uh, I would probably leave the good watches at home and things like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> and probably the wouldn't pull to a place where I have volumes. So right. unless, you know, but when you are out with someone, you usually kind of, well, although I've, I've had some cases. So yeah, I'll be very careful. So my basic take, right. And, and usually I, I ask the guys to, to tag the more experienced daddies. Um, I don't pretend to be the most experienced sugar daddy in the site. In fact, I never really used seeking for anything but to build my social circle back in 2017. So like, you know, I, I am not the expert on this. I am sort of channeling the other guys in the community. Uh, but for the other guys, we've got four of them who are quite active. These these four, you know, screen names here. So I say, you know, tag those guys. But my advice is let's just exchange Instagrams. Easier to suss each other out on there, right? Just send that message. Because if she's legit, if she's not a dude, she's going to have an Instagram, right? Like any girl who tells you I don't have an Instagram is probably lying. That's, yeah. Right? So he says, nice, so cool, I could say that. And yes, would be good to get the experience to tell his take on it. And I said, remember to tag them next time. Yep, we'll do. Uh, he said, this uh, EJ says, hey, JT, this is unusual to have a woman so eager to meet before any other conversation. I agree. Proceed with, with caution. Instagramming first is a great idea. At minimum, I would think she's a prostitute. But even then, you want to agree, you want to agree on price first. And very recent join date tells me this person had to create a new account because maybe previous accounts was reported. Hey, yes, agree. The whole thing is fishy. I'll ask for the Instagram to see what she or whichever <laughs> motherfuckers running this number does. He says, yeah, looks weird. I never give my number. When they ask for the first message, Instagram is the best way out. If it's a real Instagram, I would then send a voice message saying you are happy to know she's a real person and not the fake profile or some horny grandmother trying to see you naked. And then this guy who's our most experienced guy on there, scam. Sorry, bro. Real girls don't chase strangers, even on seeking. And he says, I agree with you all. Thanks for confirming my suspicions. And then he closed the thread. So he did send the Instagram thing and she never responded. So that's, you know, double confirmation that it was a scam indeed. So if so. someone starts to play around with this, then the, the best way, the, the best kind of rule for cases like that to not get scammed is to make sure you connect on Instagram, to make sure it's a real person. Uh, any other safety rules that you like guys follow specifically if a girl, i assume there are some risks yeah you never know right like people can always be running an elaborate scam and i encountered the same thing actually with the first time i went to hungary um 
I met a girl and she was extremely like interested in getting me to meet her at a specific bar. And, uh, you know, then she ran the typical scam where you get the bill in the end, it's like 150 euros instead of 15. Right. And there's a couple, you know, tough looking guys who aren't going to let you leave until you pay. So you see that one, right? So anytime a girl is extremely adamant about where you're meeting, huge red flag, don't go out with her, right? You're the guy you need to pick the venue. Um, or if she's like, I only want to go to like this sort of restaurant, huge red flag there. Right. Basically, if they're they're extremely inflexible, I would avoid. Mm-hmm. Also, so if they're they, extremely they are forward, filtering. Yeah. They're filtering you. If you feel like you're being put through a filter, then you probably are. <laughs> and I think it's a great opportunity for, for these women because uh, if you look at uh, who they're filtering for, they are filtering for there's definitely a part of of just God, there, there's definitely part of the audience in these sites that are guys that have incredibly bad dating life and they thought, well, I'm going to throw money at girls and this is going to work. And they're right. probably targeting those guys that, that you'll go for whatever. And um, although a funny story is I, I know a girl who is doing sugar dating and and it was a pay for meat or something like that. And, and, <laughs> There was a, a scam going around in Latvia with with uh, where you would transfer someone money through the banking app. They would see the transfer go through on your app. Mm-hmm. It's actually a fake app, and it never goes through. <laughs> and this guy transferred her money for the meeting, and 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 she ended she ended. I think she ended up sleeping with him, and then saw that it never went through. And then, <laughs> but you know. If that's what you're after, that's what you're going to get. Someone's going to play you for that. And, you know, karma is a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, Okay. So another thing I wanted to kind of maybe you have, maybe you heard some stories, but I recently watched a few videos on YouTube about what happens in Dubai. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The sugar capital of the world. Have you seen those videos? I haven't. Well, I mean, I so my my former business partner is the guy who got arrested. I wouldn't say business partner. That's a stretch. Former wingman, the guy I used to do the, the Playboy trips with, and we never made money off those. Those were just, you know, for our own fun. Uh, but yeah. he's the guy who got arrested as the uh, butt squad leader with the 18 naked girls on the balcony in Dubai, which made international news. Um, I've, I've seen photos. <laughs> so that's I've never been to Dubai I I don't know a whole lot about it, except I told him when I dropped him off at the airport that day, I'm like, don't do what you usually do, you know, with the with the naked girls and the photos in Dubai, because, you know, you're a Jewish guy and they're not going to like you very much if you're doing that shit. And he's like, ah, they don't care. They love it. I'm like, okay, behind closed doors. But then he spent a month and a half in in a, you know, Dubai prison and not that nice. Yep. So, so anyway, so, sorry, uh, what was your question? So yeah, I, I looked at a few videos on, on YouTube uh, because the title was just, oh, what happens? It, what you do, you won't believe what, what, what these Instagram influencers are doing in Dubai. And, and this video went over how um, uh, basically in Dubai, sex before marriage, I've heard, is illegal or something like that. And, and, but these guys are like, they're billionaires, so they have shit lot of money and 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 what they do is they basically message influencers and, and models like working real models on Instagram, offering them shitload of cash mm-hmm. to come on Dubai and do completely fucked up shit. 
<laughs> yeah. And, and then there were some texts leaked. There was uh -huh. a video message leaked where a girl was kind of reading, okay, I'm going to Dubai for this much money and this is what we're going to do. And it was something like uh, the, the offers were, so the girl is going down, she's getting 50K. She's going down, she's spending the first day with that guy and the next day with, with the guy's 13-year-old brother who is a virgin. <laughs> Dude, I've heard those stories too. It's, it's sketchy as fuck. What goes down and that, there. that's the soft part that's the soft part the other stories were were piss plays cat play uh, uh hand jobs with a camel and like just incredible oh <laughs> incredible things and then and there have been guys who were trolling these girls they were messaging they were uh, they were pretending to be these kind of dubai billionaires and seeing how much they can get away with and what these girls would agree to and 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 one girl was talking about her experiences doing that and 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 she was from what i understand like a model like a working model who gets really who makes really good money from modeling and then she would also go to these events where where she's going there with someone and and she would just recognize other models that she knows and <laughs> oh yeah oh it's so, very popular in i i mean, a lot of my girlfriends from ukraine get those offers all the time right a shake or chic, however you want to call them, <laughs> will will be like you know, 10k a day plus all expenses plus shopping money, right? And it's like, well, <laughs> what do you got to do for that 10k? Don't want to know, right? But that's that's like the the world capital of that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I was just wondering if whether you heard things like that as well, and you have. So that's interesting because you you spend oh, yeah. a lot of time in Ukraine. Uh, okay, is there anything else you want to cover when it comes to, to sugar dating? Anything else we should know? Yeah, I, I have kind of like a best practices. Um, okay. You know, like a list for all the guys who are interested in trying seeking, like what I'd recommend. Um, the first is to like try out a lot of dates without preconceptions, right? Like try to go into it with an open mind and go on a bunch of dates. Um, don't invest any energy whatsoever into a lead you haven't met. Like literally only text and logistics. That's it, right? And the, the beauty of seeking um, or other sugar sites is you can be very direct, like direct wins. Whereas Tinder, right? You got to come with all sorts of game. Um, another like great strategy is if you're going to go on dates, double or triple book every single date because you're going to expect about a 60 to 75% flake rate, right? So if you triple book right? Odds are one will show up and then you won't end up, you know, doing nothing that night. Um, and guys will be like, Oh, that's rude to triple book and blah, blah, blah. blah. It, it's, it's not right. Like I'm not saying directly flake on the girl, like just don't show up, you know, book all three. And if, you, and if one is definitely showing up, you just message the other girls, Hey, sorry, something came up. My apologies. Can we reschedule? Right. Cause it, women are doing that to you all the time as part of dating. I have a lot of um, guys in the group who'll like give me some pushback on that, and then they'll get flaked on like a million times, and I'm like, "Fuck this, okay, fine." <laughs> so save yourself the trouble if you're that guy. Um, this is really important. After you meet her on Seeking or the other site, block her because if she didn't like you, she could be vindictive and she could report your profile. And if you get reported, like you're banned, and then you have to start a new profile. So it could be for something as silly and stupid as like, you know, she just didn't find you attractive and she had a bad 
a bad day the following day. She's like, fuck that guy. I'm going to report him. <laughs> right. Um, so if you block her immediately, like then she can't see you and she can't report you. So that's, that's what I recommended there. Um, stress way less over money, right? If you're, if you're really stressed about money, don't use these sites. They are not for you. Learn traditional game, learn to meet women in real life for free or improve your, you know, your luck on those other, you know, free dating sites. Um, women can't make you pay. It's your choice. Right. So if you're stressing over money, you're worried that she's going to be like making you pay like that's you, you don't belong there um, and stop treating them like regular sort of. Well, I, I just said, like, you want to be you want to treat them like regular dates, like once they're on the date. But before you're on the date, like don't treat them like regular dates. Like this is a direct masculine frame only and online game where you're like sending the hee hee ha ha stuff like doesn't really work that well. So like. I think the bet like to for guys to really have success, like you you actually want to be able to afford to take girls to nice places and to potentially help them out financially, just like you would a girlfriend, right? Like every girl I've ever dated, I've had more money than her. I've been, you know, more successful than her. And of course, I'm gonna help her out with money or or something when that comes along. Like that's like pretty normal, right? And if you're not in a situation where you could do that or you want to split everything and go Dutch, then I wouldn't recommend this as a strategy. Um, so in terms of like what's m most likely to actually convert, um, you don't want to spend a lot of time w messaging a girl who you can't meet up like immediately. Like same day meetings, 30 to 45 minutes for a quick coffee or a drink at venue one and then decide if you want to go to venue two. Um only schedule dates one to two days out, right? If you if you schedule more than three or four days out, you're just going to get flakes. It's a waste of time. Um, if she's not free, you just you know send her a message. Awesome, I'll follow up later in the week to schedule something. Um, phone call at her suggestion on the spot. So if she asks for a phone call, immediately call her. Um, phone call at your suggestion on the spot, um, and then. That's that's actually going to convert too, right? So like calling her, um, calling at a specific scheduled time is also okay, but less likely. So these are kind of like in order of what's most likely to convert versus least. I can send you this list. Um, mm -hmm. Can you share it on the screen? Uh, yeah, I can share it. Here we go. Present. Um, you guys will see it here. Yeah. I'll, I'll make it kind of window notes. So these these seven things are, you know, the order of what's most likely to convert, right? And say, uh, also on here, notice I don't have an option for three to seven day out meeting. This instead mm -hmm. goes into number three flow, right? Half the time they'll follow up with me and I'll do that. Um, so to win at seeking, you have to be direct as fuck, make everything incredibly simple for them. Even something as, as easy as like, you know, calling them the Uber having the Uber show up to pick them up and bringing them to the venue. You want to remove all friction whatsoever. Um, so here's our kind of standard opening line. This converts usually to a phone number or an Instagram immediately. Like you send this, you got the number and it's, you look lovely. You look lovely. I'm experienced with seeking based out of Austin or wherever you are. I prefer a quality connection rather than a one-time soulless meeting. So if we have great chemistry, I'm open to something ongoing. I know how to make this experience easy and fun and to make sure you get what you want. If you want to see, feel free to send me your number or Instagram. Talk soon, you know, your name. 
So if she doesn't respond, usually they respond right away with their Instagram or their number, right? If Because they're not getting this message, right? They're either getting gamey guys who are trying to do some other shit or they're getting guys with horrible profiles that are just gross, you know, sugar daddies with they're not interested in. Um, and then if she doesn't respond and you really like her, you probably will rarely have to send this one because most girls will respond. Hi, you didn't seem to see my message. Perhaps you have too many and not read them all. I've not read them all. Maybe you're just playing hard to get. Here's a reminder just in case, right? Mm-hmm. Super simple. Um, a line I've been using that works great when these girls start saying these things about I'm not an escort is in my experience, most women on seeking are looking to date a real man who has a shit together, but they will settle for money if that's all they can find. So that's kind of like the standard opening. Um, looking down here. So this is how did, okay. So how exactly did that convo go? Um, So this is one guy who's kind of got like a response when a girl says like, what are you looking for? Right. Or why are you on the site? That's one you'll get. So he is, I'm out of a nasty marriage, finishing stages of a two year divorce. I want the 10 week be my boyfriend conversation and ensuing breakup to go away. I'll happily use money to make that go away. I also like to have parties. I'm recruiting cool people to come to those. Also down to just go on dates and stuff if you're not the jealous type. I've only had good reactions. Most girls say they want number three. I've been finding that number three don't always react well to a party invite. I've gotten two ones, right? And I have tried PPM with one of those to see how it feels. Probably like five plus are in the three category. Probably only one girl enthusiastically in the two category. I also think there are probably a bunch of in three that want one but don't want to tell me because they are into me. They'll probably seek one with some other dude. So that was pretty interesting. Wait, so I I, I don't didn't understand what this was. Uh, so this is when a girl asks, "What is the guy looking for?" No, maybe I, I set that up wrong. This is this is basically, yeah, yeah. Th- sorry, that that is right. When she asks, like, "What are you interested in? What are you looking for?" He'll say, I'm, I'm out of a nasty marriage. I'm finishing stages of my two-year divorce, right? Which is positioning himself for like, yeah, maybe I want something, but I'm not ready to jump into something immediately. Right? I'm just jumping out of that. What he wants is the 10-week be my boyfriend conversation and ensuing breakup to go away, <laughs> right? Like he might not actually say this. I think since, since we came out with this, we've changed the, the verbiage a little bit around this. Um, I might be able to share some screenshots in the Discord to give you a better example. But basically, in, in your Discord channel, so when people join it and they have uh, questions about sugar dating, because mm-hmm. uh, that's the biggest conversation topic, uh, you have experienced guys giving answers to those questions there. Is that correct? Yeah, so I'll show you that channel. We've got a lot of experienced guys. And it's very simple. They go under this category here, which is sugar daddying, right? Yes. Because we also have a lot of guys approaching, right? We've got like, (laughs) you know, stats on who's approaching and what they're doing and monthly progress, that sort of thing. This is for day game. But if they're doing the sugar daddying, right, then they'll literally go in here and they'll throw up a post. Um, And... Here's an example. What do you guys think about this? Am I going to get scammed? I've been too scared to meet up with seeking girls. Don't want to get in the situation where they ask for money at my place or whatever. Really just looking to take girls on normal dates at pretty high-end places like I normally do. Right? And then he posts a screenshot. Um, And this is a guy 
who is using a combination of game because he he isn't rich enough to just kind of not use any game. Um, but that's why he's encountering a little bit of trouble. But, you know, you can see he's using one of the scripts, I think, from Playing With Fire. You seem to have a few of my weaknesses. Um, <laughs> and her response is, I'm so sorry, Daddy. I really got busy with work, but I'm free today. What are you looking for on here? An emotional connection with an amazing girl to invest in long term. And you? Hmm, sounds so much like what I'm looking for. I'm interested in a friend with benefits relationship. Will you be interested in meeting? Right. So my response is she's probably a PPM girl. She called you daddy right off the bat. She's running hooker game on you. Thoughts? True dat. Agree. Right. So that's the sort of stuff that guys are posting in here. Okay. Um, so yeah. so we've uh, we went over what is uh, what is sugar dating, how it's different from pay for play. Turns out I, that's why I did this because I wanted to figure this, this stuff out and then. Mm-hmm. And ask those questions that I assumed a lot of people have, and you have you gave very good answers. You actually explained this in a way where it makes sense for some guys to do this, uh, especially uh, as long as they understand the rules, they understand what's happening, and and turns out it's much better than it seemed in the beginning. And let's say someone wants to try this out, and, and they want some advice on how to do it, how to do it. So how do they join your Discord channel? channel is is it for like some members only of your of your program or, or how does that work yeah to be in the discord you have to be part of the interconfidence community um, guys can apply for that at start.innerconfidence.com and that will explain you know who it's for and whether or not it's a good fit and then if you think it might be a good fit you'll jump on a phone call with me and we'll make sure it's a good fit and i can explain all the different options for pricing and all that stuff and you can join the community and we can, uh, you know, set you on your your sugar daddying journey. <laughs> and right. like I said, you know, it's not for everybody. Um, and it can be a great strategy if utilized correctly and you can avoid the scams. And the guys in my group are having a lot of success because we're, you know, we're helping each other out. Trying to do this on your own, you're, you're probably going to, you know, waste a lot more time and money than if you would have joined a group like this and get the support. Okay, so I will link to the, the URL, URL you just told me. I'll link it in the description in, of, this, uh, of this podcast, whether someone's watching on YouTube or listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if they want to join so they can get in touch with you if they're interested. Uh, Robbie, thank you very much for, for enlightening me <laughs> and the guys who've listened, uh, who've listened this far. And looking forward to have another conversation for you in the future. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, St. Robert. It's always awesome uh, coming on the show. Well, that was interesting. If you are interested in joining Robbie's community and the Discord channel, the link to do so is in the description. And if you are interested in learning day game with me in Riga, Latvia, or in Poland in June, then go to the description, click the link about day game coaching, fill the form at the bottom of the page, and we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening. Ciao, guys.